Farewell, baby. And the other thing is, too, is that he got mad. He didn't get mad, but he was joking about how you weren't here last week because you were at work. You were doing a work thing. You're on the road. And he texts us. He can't make it tonight because he's grilling. He's on the... <laughs> I mean... I was waiting for Billy Badwords to come out and start giving him shit, but nothing. You just held your tongue. I mean, we're all going to miss some days. It is what it is. Some nice weather's coming. But the grill? I mean, you, I don't think you would miss it and say that you what, were grilling. What is You'd... he there? Is it like a work thing? I don't know. Like a... I don't know. He, he's being very silent about the matter. Could be a business matter. We don't know. Rich is very vague about everything in his life. Very true. Very true. Uh, do we have any opening takes, Bill? Do you want to you want to start off the show with some opening takes? Yeah, I'm gonna save my other one for baseball, but perfect. I just want to say, after 14 months and almost losing his right leg, it's really, really good to see Tiger back in the Masters this week. I don't think it's officially came out. I know we're recording this Wednesday. He was practicing, I, I believe, as we speak. So I think that was the 10 final. 10:45. Nope, 10:45 tea time tomorrow. So I just confirm. Yeah, it's so good. He's been. I think he he's the reason I got into golf. He was. He's been phenomenal to watch, and I'm a big Tiger guy. I mean, obviously, he's got his personal struggles. Don't we all? Don't we all, Bill? Don't we all? Yeah, but yeah, it's so good to see him back. And man, if he could pull this off, oh. But my whole thing is now that he's playing. Like, how many people are going to watch Thursday and Friday? Everyone watches Saturday, obviously. Have Sunday. you seen the pictures? Yeah, of on... him just on the practice and practicing. Yeah, it's like a whole gallery of them just watching him. It's What's gonna... it? Did you say it's 1045 tomorrow? He's 1045, yeah, a.m. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Streaming at my desk. <laughs> uh, I'll go now. Uh, I think the injury bug has hit the Bruins at the absolute worst possible time. Uh, David Pasternak and Trent Frederick was injured against Columbus on Monday, then Tuesday's game against Detroit. Hampus Lindholm got injured uh, the wrong time, boys. This should have happened in the middle of the season. Obviously, you can't predict these things, but this is the worst outcome that you could have as a Bruins fan, uh, making that playoff push and now just falling down the ranks, losing to a shitty Detroit team. Uh, so back to back, give them some credit back to back, but still it's a, it's a shitty way to lose it, especially with your big, uh, trade acquisition that you got this off, uh, during the trade deadline and Hampus getting injured and nothing's come out with that either. So that's not good news either. It's a bruised. Hopefully it is. Hopefully it is. So, uh, yeah, we'll be talking about off the leg. We'll be talking a little masters tonight. Uh, obviously the Bruins also Billy baseball Red Sox season begins as we release this on Friday against the New York Lakeys rained out. Yeah. So there's that. And then the Patriots, uh, made a trade and the Celtics, uh, are going to make me eat that cum cookie once and for all. So that's what we got on tab. This is the Friday rewind simple mind sports show Friday, April 8th. Welcome to the show. And as always on White Birch, we are drinking. Uh, nope, sorry, on Simple My Sports, we are drinking White Birch Brewing. Uh, sorry, Bill, I was reading and talking and grabbing a can at the same time. Uh, you're just going to have to deal with this. So, yeah, uh, go check them out. 460 Amherst Street, Nashville, New Hampshire, the best craft beer in New Hampshire. I'm drinking uh, something a little more interesting. I'm not time traveling, but a nice 6.2 tonight. I like that one. It's smooth. Smooth double IPA, can't go wrong with it. So if you are in the mood, go down to 460 Amherst Street, 
check them. Nashua, New Hampshire, check them out. You'll you'll enjoy it. Bill, Red Sox start on Friday. It's supposed to be on Thursday, but it's today because the rain delay. They already canceled the, or rescheduled the first game. Uh, so yeah, against uh, the dreaded New York Yankees with Nathan Avaldi, Nathan Avaldi getting the start. Uh, what can hold on? Let me read this again. What's the biggest hole in this team? Sorry, Bill. Bill, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't get bad. What's the biggest hole in this team? Starting pitching. You know, yeah. Nick Nick Pavetta is not a number two. I mean, if you look at your pitching staff one through five, I believe it goes Avaldi, uh, Pavetta, yeah, Tanner Houck, Michael Walker, Rich Hill. Does that sound like a playoff rotation? Absolutely fucking not. No, our, the big money guy, Chris Sale, probably the, one of the worst contracts in the history of Red Sox, um, is out for, you know, 60 days. Got to put on a 60-day DL. I mean, that was probably the best outcome. He needs to build up his arm strength. You know, you got another guy, Tyler Danish, up on the roster. But, yeah, that's your biggest hole. I don't think – I don't like Michael Walken as much as Rich Hill. I mean, he's 42 years old, pitched 31 starts last year. That was his most – in probably five years i think and yeah he's just ugh, just doesn't fear anyone uh, the, uh this is a tough yeah yeah well also it's this starting is starting pitching avoldi pitched the most innings he's had since 2014 last year that was the first time when he was with the marlins he yeah he's gonna get hurt it's the same thing i said last year i i just i was surprised he, he made every turn in the rotation last year i don't expect it to this year i mean the, you need to address it at some point between now and the, the all star break because you're fighting your fourth best in a, div, a loaded division right now. I mean, you could still make the playoffs. There's three wild card teams, so I you could still make the playoffs, but you need to address pitching now. Uh, are you mad at Bloom though for not addressing the starting pitching beforehand? I mean, we knew that Chris Sale got hurt in February, or we found out in March, but he got hurt in February. He cracked his rib in February. Obviously, Bloom could have done something beforehand. Not even I'm not saying he needed an ace, but just someone else, like a third. There wasn't much. Honestly, there wasn't much out there, and you you saw it. They they did with Waka. They signed James Paxton, who hopefully is back in July, I guess, all-star break, which will be a good, decent addition. But who knows what he is coming off, I think, his second Tommy John surgery. But, I mean, they, they have reinforcements. It's just the same thing they're going to do what they did with Chris Sale and just hope – I mean – you, you went to the ALCS last year basically without Chris Sale. Can you do it again? Your lineup's just as good, if not better, than last year. I mean, I think Trevor Story is huge. So, I mean, the biggest hole in this team right now is pitching. And Starting pitching, especially. And you're the biggest baseball fan on the show. So, out of the AL East, how do we rank with the pitching staff amongst the Yankees, Blue Jays? I mean, obviously, the Blue Jays are probably the best, right? Yeah, I would go Blue Jays, Yankees. I do like uh, – Tampa, they're starting Shane McCannahan or McCallahan or whatever his name is, um, but they're they're pretty deep too. But they're they're weird. I mean, as as a whole, I mean, yeah, Yankees. They have question marks too. Louis Severino, Jermaine, you know, Jamison Talon still there, but yeah, Toronto's scary. They're 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 scary. Jose Barrios is starting for them. I mean, yeah. they, they're the best team in the division by far. By far, even on on paper, the batting order, the pitching lineup, it's just yeah, they have the best. Ad. They have the they're the best lineup outside of the Dodgers. They're the best lineup in AL beside in the NL. And they have the best the home field advantage because if you're not vaccinated, you can't play up there. So that's another big thing too. And you're finding out a lot of player like star players on teams. Like I believe they're saying Aaron judge isn't uh, vaccinated. Uh, there was another yeah. big name out of the Yankees that wasn't vaccinated. So that, that's a big thing right there. If you're not vaccinated, you can't go fucking play. No, uh, Trevor story. Then, you know, he just got vaxxed. Yeah. That, that, he, they didn't sign him for three days after it was announced because he wanted to make sure he got vaccinated and Bogarts is vaccinated. I mean, you're two best players. 
or two of your better players. So, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing though. I mean, what happens late? I don't know. Like when the COVID starts to die down in the summertime, like it always does, is there, are they going to make little, uh, things for people to go up there? You know, like if you're, I mean, we live in Boston and they did it. Yeah. And same thing with, um, New York, you know, New York, Kyrie Irving, for example, gets to play now and the Yankees and the Mets, they all get to play. So, I mean, obviously it's Canada. So everything's going to be different. It's not like the United States, but they're taking this. Yeah. You know what I think about Canada? A bunch of pussy assholes. Fuck Canada. Is that because you can't go there or is that just because you know, they're a bunch of pussies. They're the asshole. They're the assholes to uh, Mexico's balls. That's what it is. I got you. I got you. So let's uh, do something positive here. Who will be your MVP this season? Raphael Devers, probably. Yeah, I think I think he's he's your best player. Actually, I'll say him or Trevor Story. Honestly, on offense, pick one, because one or the other. Devers, he's your best player. He's the top, borderline top ten. I'd probably you know maybe twelve to fifteen range as as a player in, in the MLB. It, it, it's Devers, hands down. I'm gonna go Xander just because you took Devers. I'm just thinking because he's gonna want to play for a big paycheck. So I'm gonna go Xander there. I think he's gonna play out of his mind for until july and then he usually struggles july and early august and then comes back to life but i think he's gonna do a prove it kind of thing like you know show me the fucking money you know this i am the best shortstop in the game and he's gonna prove it to everyone this year don't sleep on don't sleep on trevor story either the more i think of it the more i like him batting in a six i know i wanted him first and second you wanted me to say hole but i read not here so i can't say that so um it's gonna give him a, a shit ton of more rbis now you know, and it kind of it balances that order because your seven, eight, nine guys are terrible. Yeah. So I mean, him sitting there. I mean, you're one through five. You're pretty stacked. You know, you're not you're not Dodger. You're not Dodgers or even Yankees or fucking Toronto good. But you're still, you know, yeah. you're probably the sixth or seventh best offense in all of baseball. I would yeah. say. Oh, absolutely. I, I totally agree. But the only thing that scares me with Trevor Story is what you brought up when they did the away from Colorado when he was playing for the Rockies. I kind of want to see what he does here in Fenway, you know? I want to see how Dude, he... Dude, Fenway is just... I know the altitude. I know what you're going to say. No, I know that. I mean, I'm just saying, just the split, you know, when he was on the road with the Rockies, it just... His batting average drop, Everything drops. So I just want to see how he takes, you know, Fenway, how the media treats him, you know? It, this is a whole new beast going from the Colorado Rockies to the Boston Red Sox. I mean, the media here, you see how David Price couldn't handle it. He had to fucking go. I mean, how is your story going to do it when he starts to struggle on the road or even at home? Yeah, I, I, you know, the media one, I mean, it's hard to question. You know, we haven't seen it yet. He's only been here for what, a month, if that, you know, so we got to kind of see. I think that, yeah. We got to kind of see his struggles. But Colorado thing worries me a tad, but coming over, you're playing 81 games at Fenway. I mean, Fenway is one of the best hitting ballparks in all of baseball. Of course, I mean, say the Green Monsters rob some home runs, but I think he's a perfect can. He's a right handed batter. He can steal bases. I think he, he, he he's going to have, I mean, he could, potentially at Fenway be a, you know, back to like a 30, 20 guy or 25, 25 guy. I mean, I think at one point he had 38 home runs, 39 home runs one year, a few years back, 17 or 18. I mean, he's been a fucking power hitter. You know I mean? If he get, he could get 30 home runs hitting out of Fenway, his batting average. Yeah. Might not be, you know, he might be in the two fifty to two sixty range, but I take that if he he's jacking, you know, 25, 30 bombs. Yeah. And we haven't seen a second baseman do that on this team since uh, my boy, Dustin Pedroia. Fuck you. Uh, how do you think they finished this year, Bill? You were very high on the 80 wins, and then you started to go up a little bit after they got story. So now that the season is on the doorstep, how do you think this team finishes? 89-90 wins. 
Wow. What made you, what made 80, you jump 10 wins? 89, 90 wins. And I think they're uh, one of the wild card teams. I think you're going to see, I think you're going to see four teams out of the East. If you're looking at the divisions right now, I think four teams out of the East is going to make the playoffs. That's how good the East there. You're, you're probably looking at the best division in all of baseball. I just think the offense, I mean, Sori's a bit, I mean, you, so you basically lost Hunter Renfro is their biggest, but you upgraded at second over um, Arroyo. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, that's basically, if you think about it, it's a wash. So, I mean, your offense is just as good. You probably, like I said, you have probably have the sixth, sixth or seventh best offense, all of baseball, maybe top five, depending on if everything lands out. I think your offense is what's going to carry you and you can, you can outscore a lot of teams. You know, there's a lot of bad teams, especially in the AL this year. I'm not sold on the twins. You know, white Sox are really good, but Cleveland sucks. I'm not sold on Texas Houston. I mean, they could take a step back. I mean, Oakland just had a fire sale. I mean, Anaheim, there's, they're not good. Baltimore sucks. You play them 19 times, 89, 90 wins. So with the fourth best pitching rotation in the AL East, you still think we can get 90 wins? Yes, because I don't think, like I said, I think outside of Garrett Cole in New York, I mean, Talon sucks. Jermaine is a, you know, question mark. Luis Severino can never stay healthy. And I really love Luis Severino. I mean, but for fantasy purposes, other things, but he can't stay healthy. So, I mean, there's question marks there. There's question marks in their bullpen. I mean, I think the Red Sox, their bullpen's a lot of question marks. You don't have a closer, but I just think the offense, you can win a lot of, you know, 10, nine games, eight, six games, stuff like that. I mean, this you're you, you addressed every need, every need you would kind of address, except for really starting pitching. You filled a lot of holes. Trevor story is a gold glove caliber um, shortstop, and now you're moving him to second base. I mean, you got better defensively there. You got better, better defensively in the outfield with Jackie Bradley now. So, I mean, you can win a lot of games. You can take a lot of hits away. So, if you got good defense and a good offense, you can kind of make up for some shitty pitching. I'm going to go 88 wins and also the wild card. How far do you think they can go? Do you think they get eliminated in the wild card round, or do you think they can make it to the divisional round? I guess it just depends on the map matchup. So, I, I so you're probably playing – you play a wild card team, so you're looking at whatever it is. The worst division winner, I think. I think you get what two buys. Yeah. So how it goes first and second, the first two and buys, second, yeah. and then they get to pick who they want. So the worst division gets to pick the you know the lowest wild card or whatever. So if I had a pick, I think Houston's probably going to be the worst. I I think you could beat Houston. Truthfully, I think I honestly do. I mean, there's question marks there too. I mean. Zach everywhere, yeah. Zach Greinke's gone. Verlander's coming back. They have uh, Framer Valdez, who's on the Red Sox. Uh, Luis Garcia's there, who's you know had some good success. But I think you, who knows? You're not you. You're losing Carlos Carrera. You lost George Springer a couple the year before that. So I mean, how much can you keep losing? So yeah, I think you could beat them. I don't think you're going to beat the White Sox, who I have winning the world, winning the AL. I mean. Yeah, they, I have. Let's, let's not go far with that. It's just, I just want to know how far you think the Red Sox are going to go. Uh, no further than the division round. Okay, I think they get eliminated in the wild card, but that's just me. But uh, so yeah, like I said, the uh, Red Sox start today as we release this on Friday against the New York Yankees. Let's see how it goes. Garrett Under- Cole's going to fucking own them, own them too, and it's going to start off on one. So you heard it here first. So Billy Baseball is already say. Please. Oh, and one. Uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back with some Bruins talk. 
It's just bad. Like it's yes, it's great that we got Hampus to pair up with McAvoy, but still, I think they should have addressed another defenseman in there just to get rid of that crap. They tried. That with, they tried. Yeah, with they did. Brown. But yeah, it's just not working. It's just Riley's not working. Playing off his, the thing is, Riley's playing off his off wing. I mean, his off hand. I should say. I mean, that's not working. Ideally, that bottom third, you have four guys. You need to you need to whittle it down to to two. I I like. If Hampus is fine, I, which I think he is, I don't think it's a long-term thing. I, I, like I said, I think it's a Bruce. It wasn't – anyways. So I think you have your top pairing. You can either put him with Carlo or you can put him with McAvoy. You've seen him a lot with McAvoy. You might see him in the in the uh, playoffs, like kind of flip-flop. But you have McAvoy, Hampus, and then Grizzlick and Carlo. I mean, those are two pretty really good pairs. I know – so, I mean, you're – you got to figure out that third line. You're gonna have to split pairing. them up, though. You're gonna have to split everything up just to make it so the third pair is not that bad anymore. No, you just short shift them in the third periods, and then you ride your two. You ride your two. Uh, you ride a, your your two. Yeah, lines. but that's the third period. Your, what are you gonna do in the first two periods when you're getting your doors blown in because the third line can't fucking get the puck out of the? You could do it all game. I mean, if you give them like ten or eleven minutes each a game, uh, like Forbert makes the most sense because he he's reliable on the penalty kill. He's got a long reach, especially in, you know, end of game situations when it's six on five, stuff like that. So, I mean, he, and he's a big body. I mean, remember it's the playoffs. I expect Grizzly to get hurt. I mean, he, they're going to beat him up yeah. and they're, you know, they're making runs at McAvoy. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, so the next three games, you got the lightning, the capitals and the blues. How do we look when we come back next Wednesday to record? What do you think? our What do you think our record is when we come back? You're gonna lose the lightning. You probably, which I sucks you, because you're tied right now with the lightning for the fifth. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think you can beat the Blues even without passing that. And what was the third team? The Capitals. Uh, two and one, two and one, or one and two, uh, two at one at best, and then one at two at worst. I don't think you're gonna lose all three because the Capitals, you know, Vanacek's been, you know, kind of owns owns you at times, but. I'm going to go no, 0 and 3. 2 and 1. 2 I'm and gonna go, 1. I'm going to go 0 and 3 because if Hampus isn't playing and the Pasta's not playing, I think this team, they're writing on the wall. You're just going to coast into the playoffs. And then hopefully, like you said, you know, get healthy before the playoffs start and then make that run. But I think it's going to be an 0 and 3 fucking debacle coming the next three games because, I mean, those are, Lightning's a great team. The Blues are pretty good out in the West and the Capitals, you know, for some reason always have our number. So I, I think it could be 0 and 3. And it's not going to be a good look. But that's fine if you drop it. Like I said, I mean, don't play for seeding when it when it um is going to cost you the health of your team. Just no, absolutely, let them, yeah. Let them get healthy. You play hockey is the one one of those sports you get health. You know, you get a hot goalie, which <laughs> Jeremy Swain is not that guy right now. So you better hope fucking Lyman one of these guys figures it out. I mean, Linus Olmark's been playing very well lately, but yeah, you need someone to get hot. One of those guys to get hot before the playoffs start. You just saw your first bat. Like he's kind of hit a wall. Yeah. So I mean, I'd like to see all market a few few of these starts, and then maybe throw um, Swayman back in there. Probably, you know, maybe maybe have him play the middle game, and all all market two out of the three here. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. But let, let's end this Bruins talk on a happy note. Uh, Jacob Brusk has made himself a key player for the Boston Bruins, and likely won't be traded this offseason, according to Boston Bruins beat writers. Bill, how do you feel about this? 
Uh, two things. One, I think we've been recording this show for two years, and I've said the last two years, Jake DeBrus was a pivotal, <laughs> it was a key for the Bruins' success. If he could finally get back to form, this Bruins team could be really good, and you could figure out where to slot guys. You had to figure out a role. He's got a good role. He's over 20 goals for the second time in his career. I just wanted to chew my heart a little bit on that one. I'll let you chew it, chew it all day, baby. I have said it. You go back and look at the tape. He is, he is the most pivotal thing. If you can ride this hot streak and get him into the playoffs and, and be a contributor in the playoffs, yeah, then you you would think, but I trade his ass and you get as much value as you can because I want nothing to do with Jacob Russ on this fucking Bruins team as soon as this goddamn season's over. If he wants to play like this, fine. The rest of the season, you capitalize on this stretch run. It's pivotal. If you can get a pivotal run out of him from now until hopefully winning the Stanley Cup, then you fucking dump his ass in the offseason. Well, I thought you were also going to say that you've been saying for two years, fire Don Sweeney. I think that's another big thing that he should have got rid of him last offseason <laughs> when he could have, and he still didn't do it. This trade I'm, bagging off the, I'm, I'm, I'm bagging off the fire Don Sweeney <clears throat> a, a hair. So I'm like, I'll put out the match right now because I, I do like the all um the Hampus Lim home deal and yeah. trade. I do I do like that and the signing. I think you got to group it in, but I mean I think it's it's a guy you want to invest in and it's a guy you're going to give up prospect. It's not a 35 year old Rick Nash or 33 year old Rick Nash. You're going to 28 year old guy basically in his prime or entering his prime. So I mean I'm I'm backing up a little bit, but not a lot. He's yeah it's. It's like Angry Birds. Anything can go. Something gets f- fucking shot his way. I'm, I'm back on the train. Well, we'll see what happens oh. the next three games with the uh, Boston Bruins. Hopefully they can get over this injury bug, but time will tell. And I am on the train of Fire Don Sweeney still, so fuck that. Uh, let's catch up with headlines with the obvious one. Oh, I thought you were going to make me read things. No, I didn't. I didn't. I'm trying to make you happy. I know baseball starts, so I'm going to do this for you, Bill. <clears throat> The Boston I'm like Red- draft on sun Saturday. I cannot fucking wait for this. Oh, it's been so much time at work and my oh, desk job doing this. All right. So let's start off with Bill's fantasy drafts this Saturday. Uh, hopefully he drafts well and gets whoever he wants. Defending uh, champion. Defending yes. champ. Congrats. Uh, the Boston Red Sox start their 162 game season in New York to take on the Yankees Friday after Thursday's game was postponed due to weather. And hopefully Garrett Cole gets his first win and the Red Sox called 0-1 for Billy Baseball's fantasy baseball team. Our Boston Celtics put up 144 points in their last home game of the regular season against the Washington Wizards. Jalen Brown led the team with 32 points in the win. Celtics have three games left against the Bulls on Wednesday, Bucks on Thursday, and Grizzlies on Sunday. And Ray Stradamus predicts they will go 2-1 in the final three games of the season. The Bruins lost an ugly one on Tuesday against the Detroit Red Wings, 5-3. The big news is Hampus Lindholm left the game with a lower body injury and didn't return. Bruins are tied with the Lightning for fifth in the Eastern Conference. And Bill Belichick made a trade last week, sending a 2023 third-round pick to the Miami Dolphins for Devontae Parker and a fifth-round pick in return. In 2021, Parker played in 10 games with 40 receptions, 515 yards, and two touchdowns. This has been the the headlines with the obvious one. Like uh, I said in the headlines, Bill, Patriots made a trade. Devontae Parker is now a Patriot. Bill traded a third-round pick for him. Is that too much for Parker, who had a little bit of the injury history and was pretty much going to be the third wide receiver over there in Miami? No, because he took a pay- 
a player uh, off a division rival who's completely and utterly own you over his career. Own the AFC East, pretty much. He has good numbers against the Buffalo Bills, too. So, I mean, I like it. I mean, he's got the talent. He just, if he could stay healthy, I mean, I think he's caught the most balls in traffic over the last two years when he's been on the field. I mean, he's already down. I'll give him credit right now. I mean, I don't necessarily hate the player. I mean, I've been a a decent fan of Devontae Parker, but again, it's a big risk if he's got to stay healthy, but I'll give him credit right now. He's, he currently flew up here past the physical jumped back on a plane, flew back to Tampa Bay, Florida, and is practicing with Mac Jones and the rest of the offense. So, I mean, it's good to see literally the day he signed, he's back down, down there at practice or the day he was traded for or whatever. So, I mean, he's already getting that report. You need it. You need it. He's your number one receiver. You, You well, that's what I was going to ask you. Is, is he your number one, or is it still Myers slash Bourne? No, I mean, I think that, honest to God, right now, I mean, I think that makes Jacoby Myers your probably your fourth wide receiver. I think if you're looking at pecking order right now, I mean, it's going Devontae Parker, Aguilar. I think Bourne's your kind of your slot guy, and then you're going to see Jacoby Myers as your fourth guy, honestly, and – they put a second round tender on Jacoby Myers, but we'll see. We'll see. I've heard there's rumors they're trying to trade Aguilar, but it, yeah, I, I heard think, that too. Yeah, I think between Aguilar and Jacoby Myers, one of you know this is cutting into a lot of their playing time. Nikhil Harry, bye bye. Gunnar Oshevsky already is already gone, but I mean that's your receiving core. You, I expect them to draft a guy. I really do, and and you might even see. So the if they draft just, a guy, so let me stop you real quick. If they draft someone, where does that drop Myers to then? I think Myers could be trade bait, honestly. I mean, I think Myers is Myers is Myers, and I don't think he's. But he's been the bright. Either. He's been the bright spot since twenty. When Cam Newton took over, he was the only bright spot. I mean, Aguilar is the guy you want to get rid of, truthfully. I of think, course. But but after wanna... last year, after last year, he didn't really look up to form as a top wide receiver. So you're gonna lose whatever for him. You're not gonna get anything in, big in return. So you're same basically with the just Harry. eat the money. Are you just going to eat the money? Same Can thing you? with the kill yeah. Harry. You're going to have to eat the money with that too. You're not going to get anything in return for him. You're going to have to send say, a, you're going to have to send away assets to get rid of Nikhil Harry. Just cut him. He's got no guaranteed money left. Bye-bye. Uh, oh. As far as like trading a third round pick for Parker, you do get an extra one next year projected with JC Jackson signing with uh, chargers. Yep. So you're going to get a third round pick there. So it's, you know, you had one to burn. So you're still going to get the same draft pick. But again, it's a guy that's owned you. You know, 2019, when you lost to Ryan Fitzpatrick in Miami in week 17, was Devontae Parker owned Stefan Gilmore. Yeah, I believe he owned him in two games that year. I mean, that was the reason you didn't have a buy, and that was the reason Tennessee fucking smacked you in the mouth. When didn't he, he smoke in us here. in 2022 when Cam Newton was here? Us, he smoked us. He, he's like, I, I like him as a player hate him as a, like a person because he just can't stay healthy like yeah. he's got the skill set but he can't stay healthy so who knows I be, but now you're the legit number one maybe he'll start acting like it he had a thousand yards a few years ago yeah. then they signed him to like what a three-year 39 million dollar deal he's got like two years and i mean he's only six and a half million the next two years yeah. i think they've re-signed him too for some stupid money so it's like two-year deal we'll see we'll see stay healthy so obviously the bills are the number one in the AFC East right now. But with the Tyreek Hill thing, everyone put the Dolphins up to number two. Does this trade make you go past the Dolphins, you think, or are we still at the third third best in the AFC East? I'm saying third best because, like, Wendell 
it's sneaky good. I mean, he set the record, whatever it was, yards or receptions last year for as a rookie. I think it, uh, Anquan Bolden receptions record. I don't you're remember about, what you're it talking was. about. Jalen Waddle, right? Waddle, yeah. I mean, you're putting two of the fastest receivers in all of football in one offense. Mike Gesicki, but you also got Tua. You also got Tua. I mean, Tua, Tua is a question mark, but I mean, honestly, on the field, Tua and Mac Jones are basically the same, but Tua's got some legs. Truthfully, yeah. they're basically the same quarterback. I know Rich is going to disagree because he hates Tua, and I also hate Tua. But you know. I don't think they're the same. I think <coughs> I think Max was more accurate. I don't think Tua Tua gets by with his feet. He can scramble out of the pocket. He can make positive yardage with his feet. He just can't throw the ball for. The what is a higher ceiling? Ceiling Tua or Mac Jones? Mac Jones. Ooh, I don't know if I agree. I mean, we've already seen a lot of Tua. We have, we've only seen one year of Mac in the NFL. So, ask me at the end of the season, maybe it'll be different. But I'm, I'm saying Mac still has the most upside going into 2022. That's just you know how I feel. You know how I feel. I'm lukewarm on Mac Jones. I know, I know, because it just left the bad taste in your mouth last year, losing to the Bills in the playoffs. I got you. Uh, is Bill done, or do we see another trade during the draft or before the draft? I don't know if it's going to be players, but I expect them to trade down. I expect them to get rid of that first pick unless they're going to beef up. And all right, I'm talking stuff. about a player because I think no, I, I think you don't have cap you don't have cap space. Right. So you can you can maneuver it, which you just did get Parker. So cap is crap, obviously. But I think of you're of course it is after just seeing that Stephon Diggs uh, signing. Uh, cap yeah. is definitely crap. Yeah, I think you can see a couple, maybe some bit parts, but I don't expect anything more. I think now you're in the draft. The draft we're uh, what three weeks away, I believe. Something like that. It's the end of the month, end of April. So yeah. So yeah, three weeks from tomorrow. All right. So uh, if he's not if he's not making a trade uh, for anything except for trading down, what if you're Billy GM? What position do you go after first round in the draft? Uh you go after the top rated cornerback in the. In the draft, you know, I mean, whoever's the highest quarterback left when you get when you got him, I want a big, big quarterback that's got wheels. I mean, you got to get you got to get fast on defense. You're playing Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle twice a year right now, and and you know Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, Stephon Diggs, who the, who fucking scored seven straight times against you. You need to get faster. You need to bulk up. If I'm Bill, I'm going fucking cornerback, cornerback, cornerback. I'll draft the whole. I'll draft fucking cornerbacks from top to bottom. I don't give a fuck. I'll do what the Angels did in baseball and drafted twenty pitchers in the fucking <laughs> draft last year. I'll do it with quarterbacks this year. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You need to beef up. You need to do something. And I, yeah, cornerbacks and maybe I. I want a wide receiver too. Truthfully, I mean, again, I just, but who knows? Bill sucks at drafting wide receivers. I like Nikhil Harry and every other piece of turd that he's ever drafted there. So, Chad Jackson. Uh, I'm gonna switch it up and I'm gonna say offensive line. You need to you need to save Mac Jones. I mean, you lost Shaq Mason, who whatever. I mean, he's all right. He was a guard, right guard, but you need to save your franchise. Well, you got your tackles back though. That's a good thing. Say wait, a win, decent year. I wouldn't mind them. There's there's been rumors saying they're gonna go after a left tackle in the draft and move Isaiah Wynn to a guard position. I would be happy with that. I said that like three weeks ago because I that's what that's, that's where they should, got it then. That's where the media I, I see you got it. We gotta we gotta do something about this because Jesus Christ, Bill's right about this again. But yeah, genius. I, You're I think genius. go after the best left tackle in the draft, move win. I didn't I think he would have a pretty stellar offensive line to protect Just call you. me Bill Kanye West Gately. 
<laughs> All right, we're going to take another quick break. Uh, maybe afternoon delight, I think, is at this point. So, yeah, and then we'll talk a little Celtics with Bill. Skyrockets in flight. Woo! Afternoon delight. Whoop. You guys have it, I think. Huh. Afternoon delight. I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy. Bill, the Celtics are going to make me eat a cum cookie. You didn't wait long enough. <laughs> yeah, he had edit. I don't give a shit. This is his problem for fucking grilling tonight. But yes, the, the more important thing right now Rich, is... We hope you burn all your food. I hope the hot dogs are burnt and there's yeah, a grill fire. I have to miss the show because I'm a grill. Uh, let's see, 720. I don't have a piece of paper. 722. Perfect. 722. Uh, yeah, so, Bill, the Celtics, I made a bet with Rich, top four. They wouldn't finish in the top four. I was wrong. I'm going to be eating that cum cookie. This is the best team in the city. They're tied at for second in the East right now. They're playing as we record tonight against the Bulls. Uh, how the team started and where they finished now, who gets the credit for the turnaround in your eyes? You got the IMA, you got the Jays, Brad for building this group. Or is there someone else that you'd like to give credit to? I mean, it's got to be the Jays. I mean, they've been legitimately your best players. You know, I mean, Tatum's top five MVP voting right now. Yeah. You know, Jalen Brown and, and Jason Tatum over their last, what, 15 games have averaged 29 points apiece. You know, that's where your turnaround came. They started playing team basketball. They started getting – you saw Jalen Brown got heavy uh, – healthy, I should say, not heavy. I got, I got heavy. He got healthy. Yeah. But, I mean, I – yeah, I think them and a little bit of I, I may. I mean, I think you finally pulled the right strings, you know. I mean, I think it's damn it. I, just a team effort. I don't know. Just the, <laughs> just the Jays. Just go with the Jays. Rich, keep editing all this bullshit out. Uh, I'm going to go with I may. I mean, he had a plan beginning of the season. None of the players bought in. They finally bought in come 2022. He stuck with his guns. This is a defensive-minded team with a one of the best defensive teams in the NBA right now. Uh, and you can see that they're playing team basketball. It's not this hero ball anymore. Uh, I love what he's done with this team. I think we were all on the fire room at the beginning of the season, come November, December, we're all saying, you got to get rid of this guy. He doesn't, no one's listening to him. The Jays don't, you know, no one wants him on this team. And he finally fucking got his way. They finally bought in. And it's one of the best teams in the NBA right now, if you look at it. Yeah, the loss of Grant Williams hurts immensely. You Robert know, you Williams. Hope Robert Williams. When I say Grant Williams, sorry, Robert Williams. I mean, you were, you were playing – you were looking at a guy that's all NBA, probably defender this year, maybe in the you conversation for depend- defensive player of the year. You would have got some I mean, votes, I think, yeah. Your team is not the same with him up, uh, off the court. Another toot toot to me. I've always been a big Time Lord guy. He's always been my boy. Because he's a big weed guy. That's, that's the reason why he's your guy. But, again, he, he you know – He's another guy you can look to move in the offseason. I'll uh, Jake DeBrusque with the Bruins. I don't know if you I don't I don't know if you move anyone now. I like how this core is. I'd build them around those guys. I mean, if you look at the NBA right now, it's wide open. You just saw uh, LeBron James not make the playoffs and quit on the Lakers uh, last night in a must-win game in where was LeBron nowhere to be found. Uh, oh, he was on typical, the oh, 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 he was on the bench. Tip, typical LeBron James. Uh, and then he came his, out today and said he wants to play with Steph Curry. Yeah, so he's he's such a cunt. I hate him. Steph Curry Good, already so, came out and said, "No, nah, I'm all set." This is the worst super team that's ever been created. Like yeah. this is like, dude, you, these are the moves you wanted. Demar, Demar Derozan came out today and said, "I went on a free agent visit, and it was so dysfunctional. I went and signed with the Bulls." Yeah, and they're gonna fire uh, 
Frank Vogel's, Vogel's gone. Get gone. Yeah, and he's gonna take the blame for all this. It's not even his fault. I would it's, love to see. I would love to see how many coaches LeBron James has played with. Uh, it's a fucking lot, man. He's been in the league for almost twenty years. Yeah, how many coaches did Tim Duncan play for? One. David Robinson, Michael Jordan, like all the Michael Jordan played for a few after he went to the I think Wizards, he played but like two. Jordan played for two. There's not right? that many, dude. He has played so many because he just runs coaches up. Ty Lue, David Blatt, who started that day, Mike Brown, dude. Every all these guys. This is fucking. That'd be a fun show to do later on, but we're not going to do that today. So, uh, if we finish second, most likely we play the Nets in the first round. Uh, thoughts on that matchup, and if we lose in the first round, does that make this season a failure? The Nets scare me, but Kevin Durant just dropped 55 points on Saturday and they still couldn't win. I mean, if you, but the loss of um, Robert Williams hurts against them. Of course, it's a perimeter, perimeter defense. You know, you probably have the second best player in the series. You know, they 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 have two of the top three players. You in, could almost say series. Tatum's a third. Yeah, Tatum would be the third in that series. I put him, I put him over Kyrie. The way Tatum's playing this year, I mean, like I said, he's a legit threat. The Brooklyn Brooklyn scares me, especially whatever Ben Simmons has. I mean, he's still... He still top. hasn't played. He hasn't played. He's out for the rest of the year. The regular and season. And now he's suing Philadelphia. I mean, it's a question mark. But yeah, Brick, I think if you lose to Brooklyn in the first round, failure of a season. I'm, I'm saying it now. You should beat Brooklyn. I totally agree, and I hate the narrative that everyone's taking that you got to play for seeding. Fuck that. Just keep winning. Just keep playing winning basketball. It's just one of those stupid things where you're, you're trying to pick your poison. Like the Patriots. Remember when the Patriots, oh, we got to fall so we can play fucking Baltimore or whatever. And then you it was lose Jacksonville, the and they ran Jacksonville out of the building and then lost to Denver the next week. Yeah, so just keep winning. Just play winning basketball. That's all you got to do. Uh, so yeah, Celtics are finishing the season come Sunday. So next week we'll be talking playoff basketball with the Celtics, which is crazy to think that the season's already over, but, uh, oh, we're going to, God, we're going to take another quick break and come back with the simplest mind of the week. Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid guys. Long enough pause for you. Yeah. I thought we had way more. No, way it was just, long. you know, this just this one individual who's been on the list already so he's a recurring guest on the simplest mind of the week and that would be one dan snyder now bill you read the article if you want to give the listeners a quick synopsis of why he's back on this list please fill them in he was skimming from the top so this is basically the nfl you own nfl teams give 40% of tick the first 40% of ticket sales to the NFL as part of the collective bargaining agreement. It's spread amongst the teams. Supposedly he was taking money out of that 40% that was supposed to go to the NFL. So he's technically robbing the other 31 teams in the NFL. And it's just typical Dan Snyder fucking bullshit. Get this guy out of the league. It's it, it, I'm baffled. He still has a team baffled. Now what's going to, cause more outrage them firing because of this or not firing him for the sexual allegations that he had over the years and never got him out the problem is he can't sell he's like so i mean you're probably but the owners so basically what i've heard is that the nfl has grounds because he was stealing from 31 other owners now they have grounds to make him sell the team 
if they can make them do that, why couldn't they do it with all the sexual assault cases that were going on and harassment cases that were going on with Dan Snyder? But now, because you're stealing from the other or- owners, they're going to be like, yeah, get rid of this guy right now. Does him raping and, and grabbing girls by the pussy affect 31 other owners? Yeah, it makes them all look bad. Look at look at Rob Robert Kraft going down for a nice massage, but now it's allegedly that he got a little while he was down there. See, it's just because of the owner mentality that these guys are all scumbags. See, see. No, it doesn't <laughs> affect them. You know what does affect them, Raymond? Stealing money, baby. Skimming from the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why he's not out yet, but. It, I don't think he's going to be the owner come the 2022 season. By the first game of the season, he will not be an owner of the Commanders. Heaven forbid I say Redskins and get Rich all upset and have to beep that out, but Redskin, Redskin, Redskin. Uh, la- <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, uh, we never get to talk golf because Rich doesn't like it. Again, fuck you, Rich. Uh, but the Masters starts Thursday. Uh, big news, Tiger Woods is playing uh, after – nearly dying and losing a leg he's going to attempt to play the masters this weekend uh does tiger playing in the masters make it must watch for the first two gate first two days of this tournament absolutely i'll be glued to my computer screen as i work at, at work watching him uh hit every single shot i mean it, he's must watch tv i mean that's it it's a big story he it's he's making his comeback it's not his comeback after he got um busted banging perkins waitress and denny's whores all that shit but lot lizards don't forget the lot lizards that he was into mm-hmm. but no i mean this is huge this is huge he's a good story no matter what tiger does he's still a huge huge draw this pictures came out today they there was thousands of people watching a fucking practice round. Yeah. Must watch. I would not be surprised if this is the best ratings since, you know, the 2019 when he won. You know, I swear to God, this might be. This I think the first two it. days will be because I don't think he makes the cut. I already made some bets. I don't think he makes it to Saturday. What's the, what's the, um, what's the line on that? Uh, it was just people at work that are big Tiger fans. I just was betting 20 bucks here, 20 bucks there, 20 bucks there. Because you don't think he makes the cut? He nearly lost his leg. He says it hurts to walk. You're walking 18 holes at Augusta. Yeah, you know what? It's weird, How do you dude. think he's going to feel when he wakes up on uh, Friday if he is playing again? He's not going to want to play. He's going to be you know sore. Funny too? You know what's funny? He's doing it out of pride. You could get a, he could get a waiver and ride a cart. Yeah, but yeah, he just won't do it. It's, it's, like it's, Augusta, it's Augusta. He's doing it out of pride, but he could get a waiver. John Daly did it. That fat fuck alcoholic. Yeah, in Boston. But that was for the senior, wasn't it? Wasn't that for the senior tour? I don't know, but, like, I think you could – it might have been, but I think you could get, like, a legit waiver. I'm sure – dude, it's Tiger Wood in the PGA. But, like, I almost lost my leg. I just need to fucking – I can't walk 18 holes. So, yeah. we'll see. He's been doing it. I don't think he makes the cut either. Uh, the other news out of Augusta is this champion's dinner menu. Uh, every year, whoever wins the Masters gets to pick the uh, menu for the – following year for the uh all past champions come in for the dinner's uh championship uh hideki matsui he won last year so he got to pick the menu here's his hideki menu. matsui uh, Matsu- matsuyama sorry oh, thank you <laughs> sorry sorry don't, thinking... don't disrespect godzilla like that <laughs> i'm sorry uh here's his menu appetizers he had assorted sushi i'm a no on that and then sashimi uh, i'll give it a try a sashimi and Nigeri yakiruri chicken skewers. 
which I'd probably give it a whirl. I'll give it a try. They're chicken skewers. So you don't Uh, like Chinese or Japanese food though. Yeah. That's why. So the first two words that I can't, or three words that I can't pronounce really threw me off. But then I saw chicken skewers. I'm like, you can't sashimi. You can't pronounce sashimi. What's what's sashimi. I don't know what that is. What's what's what is it? Is it a seasoning? Sashimi. (laughs) This is what is it? Oh God! What else is on there? <laughs> uh, for the main course, we have miso glazed black cod. Nope, I'm out on that. And then we got a wagyu uh, fillet with mushrooms and vegetables. The only problem with that is it's a nice piece of meat, but where's the baked potato? I can't just have vegetables. I need I need a, a nice potato with that. So that was my problem there. And then for dessert- Japanese, you know what they eat? You know what sashimi is, right? No, I don't eat. I don't eat Asian cuisines. It's so raw I'm, fish. Oh, fucking definitely. I'm out. I'm out. So I'm out on that. And then for dessert, he has uh, a Japanese strawberry shortcake, which I am also out on. What? So would you would you be happy if you went to this champions dinner and was presented this? Would you eat this? Uh, yeah, I'd give it a shot. You'd give it a shot, but would you like it? I mean, Wagyu with mushrooms and vegetables is perfect. I love it. That would be the only thing I'd be interested in. I don't mind sushi. I'll eat sushi. Give me some spicy tuna rolls. I'll eat some salmon rolls. Like, I'll give it a shot. Oh, quickly. Let's do this real quick. We'll be on your champion's menu. Start with your appetizer. Uh, I'm a big salad guy, so I want, like, uh, Caesar salad. Croutons? Always croutons. And I also... Want a uh, calamari, fried calamari with some marinara sauce. So I'm going to go with potato skins and mozzarella sticks. Okay. <laughs> what do you okay. do for the What do you do for the main course? Oh, easily a filet. Filet minion and a nice baked potato with sour cream, lotus loaded baked potato, sour cream, uh, bacon bits. No, butter. just sour cream. Sour cream, black pepper, Himalayan salt. Ooh, okay. I like that. So, so far, we're on the main course together. Uh, dessert. Mm. I'll go. Apple pie with vanilla ice cream. Ooh, that's a good one. See, I like uh, angel food cake with fresh strawberries and whipped cream on it. A little bit healthy. Yeah, fuck that. We're all going to die. Well, Bill, this is going to be a fun weekend of sports. You got Celtics, Red Sox, golf, you name it. It's all fucking on this weekend. So it's going to be a fun weekend. And this has been the Simple Mind Sports Show, Friday Rewind, April 8th. Uh, we'll see you guys on Tuesday. When does when does he release that shit? I don't know. Do you want to do it? <laughs> yeah, I do. Tuesday's show. Uh, we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Like